it's Maddie. Oh, wait. <laughs> Joey. It's because I was Maddie. looking at Maddie. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a great start. <laughs> Welcome back. Says the wrong name. Welcome back to the Flower Pod. This is part two of the high school app. Um, and last time yeah. we spoke a lot about like our social lives in high school and this episode we're going to talk about the academic side of things. So like our subject choices, yeah. balancing studying and like anything to do with academics, I guess, kind of, and a few other things. So yeah, um, we're going to start with subject choices. What were your subjects, Maddie? Um, okay, so I did standard maths. Um, visual arts, PDHP, and advanced English, extension one English, yes. extension two and English. <laughs> All the Englishes. And I did um, <laughs> standard math as well and visual arts um, and English advanced. And then I did ancient history, modern history, and extension history. Um, so, yeah. We really just, like, took our majors yeah, and, like, We really just, like, did, did it all, like, as... Cause, there's nothing past English extension two, so you did all the possible Englishes, and I did yeah. all the possible histories. Yeah. Interesting. Go us. Yeah, we're we committed. committed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, study tips. Any effective study tips? <clears throat> um, set yourself timers. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you sit down and you don't have like a timer or a set time frame to like complete yeah. a task in. There's no, like, um, what's the word? There's no pressure, no motivation to get it done. Whereas if you're like, sweet, Mm -hmm. I have this essay, I'm going to give it 40 minutes or 50 minutes or however long you think it's going to take you. Set yourself a timer. Turn your notifications off your phone. Like, put your do not disturb on on your phone. Um, Yeah, that's a good one because I always left my phone in another room. Like, I went and put it out on the dining room table or, like, in a drawer somewhere. Mm-hmm. Where I couldn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. I think getting rid of as many distractions distractions as possible. Um, for me, like, mixing up tasks that I did want to do and I didn't want to do. So my least favourite subject yeah. was maths. Amen. Um, and for a lot of the year, <laughs> for a lot of the year, my favourite subject was art. So I'd mix the two, like, make sure I always get to do some of what I like, some of what I don't to balance it out. Because if I know I have to sit down to four, five, six hours of maths, I'm not going to do it. Whereas if I'm like two hours of maths, an hour of art, two hours of maths, like just trick your brain into doing things. I had like um, a list and like ticking them off was so satisfactory to me. So like setting out a Mm -hmm. list. Didn't you have... Didn't you do post-it I did notes do that at one door? point as well. I had, like, all my assignments on the back of my door and I crossed them off each time I finished. But, like, having... Not just being, like, math and art and English today, but, like, finish math chapter three exercise, blah, blah, blah. Finish reading this chapter of English book. Finish this portion of my art major work. And then, like, having actual reachable mm. goals rather than just, like, do math, do English, yeah. do some art, you know? Yes, yes, because if you set yourself two hours yeah. to just do You're not going to do any math. If, if you're like me or Joey, you're not going to do any maths. You need to have like really specific goals, like yeah. like Joey was saying, from this question to this question, yeah. this chapter, whatever mm. level of maths you're doing. Or like I used to, for 
English when we had to read yeah. like books and stuff. I bet cool. Twenty seven pages. Like yeah. I just do random numbers, but I'm like so specific that it's like so easy yeah. to then follow through on it. Whereas if I'm just like if you just allocate times without planning within those times, you're probably mm. not going to have effective study. Another like massive tip. I said this on the Papillus podcast as well, but um, if you're going into year 12, like if you're the new year 12, this summer, you have mm-hmm. to do some study because I didn't do any study yeah. in the summer. And then when we got back to term one, I got burnt out so quickly because I had I had lost all yeah. my study patterns. So you need to do something mm-hmm. at least once a week. Minimum. Like, minimum. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think if you can put in... I think over the summer holidays... I don't even remember last year's summer holidays. What were we even doing? Mm-hmm. Was, was it COVID? It was COVID, then? but, like, it, we were kind of free, I think. I can't even remember. But I think... I was probably doing like six to eight hours mm. a week mm-hmm. during the holidays. And honestly, that set me up to cruise yeah, the rest yeah. of the year. Because I went into term one ahead of yeah. where my class was in everything. So I could go over everything I didn't know in a lot more depth, which meant that when it came to trials and lockdown and I like lost all my motivation, I still mm. had like a lot of foundations that I'd set back in January, yeah. February, or like December, January rather, that I could yeah, kind yeah. of cruise on until I got to the Going HSC. That, so do summaries for each subject at the H- end of each term because I had like a very thin folder yes. for like each term for each subject. So the folder was what, maybe like 10, 15 pages. And then it would just be a summary mm-hmm. of like New Kingdom Egypt, everything that I had learned in one term. And then when it got to trials yeah. and the HSC, it was all right there. And handwriting it yes. is so important because yes. you actually learn it. Yes. You only have to handwrite it once and then all your summaries are there. Mm-hmm. You've learnt it. It's so easy. Yeah. And, like, it helps you write in the HSC. So. Yeah, I did, I did summaries, but I went like yeah. crazy with my summaries because like by rep that's personally I like to learn yep. by repetition so I do um all for my first round mm-hmm. of summaries yeah so for my first round of summaries I do um I'd write them all like at the end of every chapter or whatever I'd yep. write them all down um or like type them all out online and then I would write them as like four or five page document I'd write them as posters and then I'd write yeah. it as a two-page document. So, like, slowly condensing yeah. each time. Like, that was massive yeah. for me for PDH. I started off with, like, a 60-page summary of yeah. the entire HSC, like, all my notes. 60 pages was it? And I think I got down for to... For the entire year? That... So, first of all, I hand-wrote my notes oh, in class. Okay. Then I had my uh, my. I was going to say, summaries. I had 70 pages for one term of modern, and I was like, you only had 60 pages for the entire year? <laughs> no, go on, sorry. No, well, that was yeah, after yeah. a lot of yeah, summarising. Sure. But then from there I went on to four, not four, eight yeah. A4 pages, eight, eight yeah. A3 pages as posters, which then turned into 10 A4 pages of type yeah. notes at the end of it. So it's like condensing it until... Smaller. And by the end of it, I, I knew all the content yeah. that was in the 60 pages, but I only Too needed low. 10 pages. Yeah. So 
like what Joey was saying, if you can do your summaries as you go, it gets so much easier to do that process once you yeah, get to trial. Sure. And like when I reckon when you get to the HSC, like this is what I did. I rewrote like my summaries very condensed, just like keywords sort of thing. And I stuck them up everywhere yeah. in my house. Like <laughs> she did. <laughs> it oh was my gosh. On all of my mirrors. It was in my bathroom mirrors. It was laminated against the bathroom wall. It was all over my living room, my kitchen, in front of my dining table, because the more you see it, the more mm-hmm. it will go in your brain. So that's, I'm a very visual learner. Clearly. Yeah. So if you're like me. Yeah. Part of me. L- yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, not, it's not a bad idea. Part of me loved, like it looked like you were being really productive, yeah, but yeah, I don't think sure. I could have done that. I think it would have stressed me out. Like when I saw you yeah. after each exam, like the one that where you Damn. took everything yeah. off your bedroom mirror, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. had it on like, there. Yeah. That must have been the best feeling ever. I had like, it on there yeah. Like, yeah. Close to three months, I guess. And so now my I room feels so that. massive because there's nothing like blocking the mirror. Yeah. yeah. Yes. There's no posters <laughs> over everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? What's another effective study? I don't know. I think one thing for me, which is like, it's yeah. almost cliche. I don't know. It's in my head. It's cliche because I like watched yeah. a lot of study videos and stuff like that. Um, but like, if you can't study because you need to eat, you need to sleep, you need to relax. Eating, sleeping, relaxing is productive yeah. to your study time. If you are like, oh my gosh, I need to sleep so badly, but I also need like I want to get another hour mm. done of studying. Unless there's like a deadline the next day, respect yeah. what your body wants. Because you're not going to do productive study if that's mm. not where your priority is. Um, so that's probably more in playing into like the balance yeah. side of studying. Um, balancing your life. But yeah, I'd say. My yeah. dad. Um, <laughs> this was his gift to me for year twelve. He said, "If you want yeah. to buy food and whatever food it is, he's like for the rest of the year, like tell me and you can eat whatever you want because like studying." sucks right so he was trying to like make me feel better by just like Mm. if I wanted Thai food for dinner it was like my choice like we could have Thai food for dinner or if I wanted to like eat out at a Korean restaurant then we could do whatever so like yeah on a healthy level you know like food was a outlet but make sure you're also like moving because moving (laughs) help me like not go insane sorry just drop the mic yeah yeah no definitely same here especially once we got into lockdown um getting into like any kind of movement whether it's working out hanging out with friends Mm. just going for a walk like makes a massive difference it really does um how do you not burn out madison oh basically what we've said i guess yeah i think yeah make sure you sleep i definitely burnt out once we got into lockdown um i drove myself a little bit crazy but i think making sure you are sleeping enough um make sure make sure your studying isn't keeping you awake at night if you can't get to sleep because you're thinking about your studying you have a problem um and that's that's not i don't mean that in a judgmental way it just means you need to rethink um how Mm. how you're studying not even how you're studying but just like pull yourself back into check like as stressful as HSE is. It's not the be all and end all. It's one year yeah. of your life. Mm-hmm. 
And also, going back to what I was saying before, if you can't sleep at night because you're thinking about studying, your study time when you're awake isn't going to be productive. So you need to prioritise sleep, food, water, friends, exercise. Um, But that's in an ideal world. Like, obviously, like Mm. I I burnt out. Um, I'm not doing uni next year because I know that I will be or start the year burnt out then. Um, I think academically I'm still burnt out and recovering. (laughs) Um, we have a wound, so, a HSC-shaped wound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's nothing to be, like, ashamed of or, like... Mm, for sure. Anything like that. Um, but it's just, like, managing it and then bringing yourself back to a place where you can live balanced. Yeah. I don't know. I think the kind of burnout that we've faced is a little bit different because was it in yeah, lockdown for mine was well? in lo- like I felt pretty burnt out when I got back to school because I did exams and assessments like in term one but other than that it was definitely lockdown mm. okay yeah I think it's like yeah. very similar for me and I don't I don't really know how to give I mean hopefully like there's never going to be a year 12 that has to go through yeah. what we had to go through um <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know if I was, still would have been burnt out if I was still... In lockdown. Like, if it was yeah, in person I don't the whole Because so I was, like, no. roaring um, and ready to do trials. And then we hit lockdown, and I was like, I So was up. I. <laughs> like... Yeah, no, I didn't here. study at all during lockdown. Like... N- I barely, yeah. barely... Like, I'd put on my... This is so bad. I'd put on my Zoom classes mute yeah. myself turn my mic off and i'd just go like, I, online shopping. I pretty much did the same thing i think <laughs> i had one day of like full successive studying and then every other day for the three mm. months like i did nothing it's so hard to motivate yourself when you're by yourself and yeah, especially for you because you're the only child <laughs> so bored you literally by by yourself you're like yeah. going insane no but i think um we yeah. still did pretty well in trials and stuff because we put in the legwork mm. earlier on in the year. So that is the biggest yeah. recommendation. Because yeah. even if you do burn out, you you can still do well. Like my trials were the best marks. You can cope. Yeah, exactly. Views. You can cope, kind of. Um, how do you balance your social life with HSC? How do you balance your social life? Again, I feel like we're not the no. year to be asking that too. Um, I don't know. I think I definitely didn't prioritise my mm. social life for like the first mm-hmm. half of year 12. Um, in the last little bit of year 12, once we got out of lockdown, I definitely prioritised mm. social the whole way. I was like, by that point, I'd done enough studying, summarising, repeating that I knew what yep. I needed to know. Um, but for me, I definitely didn't prioritize yeah a social life. But I still made it happen. Like I still like went on fun day trips with friends. Went and did sunrises, yeah. sunsets, beach days. Um, it just brings it back to like you just did less it's of it compared to other just... years, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like. One of the holidays, I think it was like the Easter holidays, I just mm-hmm. got in my car and I was like, I'm going to take the whole... Actually, I think every holidays, every holidays except the holidays that we had in September, yeah. October, um, I yeah. spent doing stuff. So like 
and I didn't study at all. So for me, holidays was like, yeah. go, go crazy, go crazy, go be social. Um, and then during the term was like, okay, mm. hang out with friends on weekends, but weekdays. Yeah, I think um, you really had to pick and you? choose which events that you were going to go to. So if there was five parties, five mm-hmm. weeks in a row, I <laughs> I said, yeah, I had to prioritize to? like who am I, whose life am I investing in and who's investing into me? So, like, if it was a big party and they kind of invited, yeah. like, literally everyone, I was like, maybe I'm going to say no to this one. But if it was someone who I was like, I need yeah. to be there for this person because I want to celebrate this person, then I went to those kinds of parties. Um, yeah. And, like, as far as dating goes, I didn't – I Lewis and I went on a date maybe twice a term. So that kind of puts into yeah, perspective, right. like – you can you can either choose to put your HSC first or your social life first, but don't sacri- mm. fully sacrifice one or the other for the sake of like yeah you know like don't fully sacrifice your social life for the HSC because that's unhealthy. But don't fully sacrifice your social life in I mean well, the opposite yeah don't fully the H- sacrifice the HSC for yeah. your social life. <laughs> Because then you're going to feel really bad about yourself because you're going to be constantly feeling guilty throughout the year and that's not a good place to be either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to... Oh, what was I going to ask you? Um, oh, no, I wasn't going to yeah. ask you. I was just going to say, I think it's probably coming through, but just in case it isn't, um, this is also coming from a place where Joey and I like want 90-something. Yeah. Even though we're not going to get that anymore. So like... <laughs> We'll see. We'll, we'll see, see how, how we go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just put into perspective that if that's not your goal, then you might not need to sacrifice as much we of your social yeah. life as we did. That was just what we, what we saw was yeah. necessary or like required mm-hmm. to get the marks that we want. Will I that don't... pay off? We'll see in like it's like a month and no, but it's five the thing weeks is, today. I am to the ATAR comes out on the twenty fifth. I start my course on the 27th. 25th? I thought it was the 20th. Pretty sure it's 25th. I thought ATARs came out 20th, results came oh. out 24th. Because they wanted to get oh. ATARs out earlier. Regardless, I start my course within the week of, like, ATARs coming out. It's, like, so pointless yeah. for me. But, like, That's I started crazy. the year wanting a 90 ATAR. Right now, mm. anything above an 80 will do. <laughs> like... It's just, yeah, yeah. it kind of, I think lockdown put a lot of things into perspective and I was looking out for my mental health over my academic marks, so. Yeah, I think I'm still hoping for high 90s. If, like, I say that, but I, like, I'm not yeah, holding to sure. it. Like, I'm not going to be yeah. disappointed. Like, I went through, we'll probably talk mm. about this in another episode, but I did a similar thing where in, like, the few weeks yep. before HSE went through mm-hmm. a really tough time um, and had to look after mental health, so it meant pulling yeah. back from studying. And it was, like, kind of stressful realising, like, gosh, my mental health actually needs to come first. And then it might impact HSE, yeah, but, like, it's worth sure. it. So. Um, Maddie and I also both had jobs throughout HSC, so I worked effectively two jobs. You we worked did. two jobs or one job? Yeah, well, how many how many hours would you say that you did a week during HSE? Just like in retail, I worked around six hours a week. In Joey Lee, mm-hmm. for, see, this is the thing about running your own business is like 
I can work at three in the morning if I want to. So, but I I took on yeah, it's harder less to, clients like... this year for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What about you? You worked a lot. Um. Yeah. So pretty much the whole year up until mm-hmm. November, I worked probably yeah. twelve hours a week. Um. And the whole way through HSE, I did 30 hours a week because I picked up... I got a new job. Oh, yes, 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 recently. (laughs) Sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I did like 15 hours each. During the HSE. Which I don't really know how I made that work, but I did. Um, And honestly, it fueled my need for shopping, online shopping as an outlet (laughs) while I was studying. So it it kind of all worked out in the end. I think um, since HSC's been finished, I've definitely been working full-time, but that's because, like, now I'm free. Yeah. 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 If you're running your own business in HSC, I highly recommend because you can pick your own hours, but you still make money, so it's it's up to you. That's very true. And I guess um, with my particular industry, like, in retail, I would have to work six hours to earn X amount of dollars. But in photography, I do one shoot and yeah. I earn the same amount. So it's just like, it was an easier thing to sacrifice a little, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay. What? How to decide what to do after school. <laughs> Don't talk to me about it. No, but I was actually going to say, that's probably why it's so helpful because... Um. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So for me, I have literally no idea what I want to do with my life. Um, I'm a very creative individual, Mm -hmm. very social individual, so something down that path would excite Mm me. Um, But I'm not rushing into anything. I've talked to too many people who have started uni straight after high school because it's like the socially acceptable thing to do. They end up with a ton of hex debt, degrees they don't want, or they change their course, or they drop out, and they've wasted like a year or two of their life. So, alternatively, I'm taking a gap yes. year. Um, I'm doing a... I think I've talked about this, but I'm hopefully doing, like, a cool creative marketing opportunity mm-hmm. next year. Um, but I'm just trying to gain as much experience as I can. And, like, I feel like you're bombarded with too much study and things to remember and learn during... Let alone figure out what so you want to do. About, exactly. So, for me finding out what I want to do after school is taking a year off to decide what I want to do after school. (laughs) Um, But also something, I can't remember who told me this, um, but someone brought up the fact that if you take a gap year, that's like the last year that you will have where you're not in like either studying towards a career or in your Mm -hmm. career. So I was like, okay, this is like my my break between, you know, Mm -hmm childhood and adulthood yeah like obviously sure. i'm already an adult but like you know responsibly angling yeah seeing seeing what's gonna happen what's gonna work what's not gonna work but yeah for me it's just about taking time making some to money. figure that out because it's not making a lot of yeah money. <laughs> um because yeah it's not to me it's not a decision that's worth rushing sure. i'd rather take the time to really consider mm. it do you, but yeah, what about, because you're a bit different. Do sorry. you reckon you're going to end up going to uni or is that not like a massive priority? Because I feel like I've never asked you that. Um, Look, it's not a massive priority. Mm-hmm. I don't have like the desire to actually like 
study. Yeah. <laughs> I, li- I like the idea of the uni experience. I'd like to do uni abroad. Yeah, sure. um, Like in Europe somewhere maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for me, I'm like, if there's something I'm really passionate about that requires me to have a degree, mm-hmm. I'll go to uni mm-hmm. for it. Um, but I don't think I would ever go to uni just for the sake Going of filling in time or yeah. like saying that, yeah, okay, I'll have a degree. Because you can do so much without exactly. having a degree. Um, but also, like, it would be nice to get some use out of the ATAR that I work so hard for. So, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. That is true. Because isn't that a funny thing? Like, the ATAR only exists to get you into uni. Mm-hmm. Yet, like, we all... And, and I'm not going Yeah, yet, yet we all feel such a, like, thing to get good marks in it, even if you're not going to go to uni. Yeah, well, my plan the whole year has been not to go to mm. uni, and yet... I've tried one of, like, I've tried so yeah. hard. And then some people would just, like, ask me, they're like, why are you trying? And you're like, like I am like, know. I just want to. P- <laughs> but my my reason is if I don't go to uni, this is the last educational, like, That's formal true. educational experience I might ever yeah. have. And it's, like, probably one of the last chances I have to prove what I can do in, like, a quantitative, like, yeah. value. Yeah. So I'm like, why not? Exactly. You only do it yeah. once. True. But yeah, Fair enough. how would you answer that? How would you answer that question? That's really interesting, though, because find out what. Yeah, you no, because uni has, uh, like, I'm Asian. Uni has always been a plan. <laughs> um, yeah, but I've also personally always wanted to go to uni, and you know, as like doing. I started photography not expecting anything of it, and now yeah. I want to do it as my full time job. And photography doesn't require a degree. But I still want yeah. to, like, go learn more stuff. I don't really want to study either. But I want to go, like, <laughs> learn more languages and learn more about, like, society and culture and classes that yeah. weren't offered to me at my particular school. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, yeah, like, um, I get to do a visual arts course, which is great. So that's, like, very down my alley. But I guess... Yeah. The whole time throughout year 12, I felt like a visual arts course sounded stupid. Like, was that even worthwhile going to uni for? It sounded, I don't know. I guess it kind of like sounded looked down upon in some sort of way. But yeah. yeah. I came to the realization you have to do what you want to do. You have to give everything exactly. a shot. Yeah. So even with like dance, I just auditioned on a whim and got in so I think yeah like on both ends just take your chances like if you if you have no idea what you want to do then just figure that out but if you have a few passions try it all audition for it all Mm -hmm. apply for it all you never know what's going to happen because I wasn't going to apply for early entry and look where that got me like I didn't even need my (laughs) ATAR yeah exactly so (laughs) yeah just my advice is just try it all. Um, yeah. And like. You're not going to regret trying Exactly. Things. All you're going to learn from it is new. Like, you're just going to learn life lessons from trying new things. And. Exactly. Like, do not do what your parents want you to do. My parents have never yeah. forced me to do a course that I didn't want to do. Neither. And I think yeah. that was so healthy and so beneficial. Because, like. Yeah. I don't, like, you know this, I'm pretty sure I've said this before, but you know those people who are like, I kind of like my job and they're in it full time and it's like their career. And I'm like, that's... Biggest fear. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds sucky to me. 
I want to yeah. be fully in love with my job. So, I mean, you spend like so much of your life doing exactly. whatever you end up doing as a job. So you want to enjoy it. For sure. 100%. So, yeah. Well, I think that's the end. Do we? Do we not have any more questions? No, Where? we really fired Yeah, that. we really smashed it out. But, um, yeah. I guess. Thank you for listening. No, not I guess. Thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) We do thank you for listening. Yes, we do thank you. We hope you you let us know which episode, like which part of this episode. So this is a two-part episode or two-part upload. Let us know which one was more relevant, which one you resonated Mm -hmm. with more, which one you learnt more from. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.